Welcome to fucking tech show number 3, of December the 14th 2017. Golden trees crippled, slow and unencrypted hotel wireless. Tell me something my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Or have you ever used unencrypted hotel wireless? <laughs> Same shit. Welcome to fucking tech show number three. My name is Botrax, and uh, in this show, I'm gonna I'm gonna present to you uh, the uh, first article I've ever written on fuckingtech.com, and it's called uh, "Golden Trees Crippled, Slow, and Unencrypted Hotel Wireless." So I'm gonna talk about uh, old unencrypted wireless and the hotels that I used to uh, frequent, um, not by pleasure, but uh, for work. And this is an article published in 2008, uh, March 16th. It's almost 10 years. So I'm recording this on the December 14th, 2000, 2007. Uh, first off, uh, before, before, I, uh, before I get into that, I'm going to uh, give some show news. Some little show news. Uh, while I was recording fucking tech show number three... I was listed on baladoquebec.ca, so <laughs> I didn't ask for that. Uh, so that's that's so that's cool because um, I have submitted the podcast feed to iTunes directory, and guess what? Well, it's been rejected, which is what I was expecting, and the reasons for that was um, let's go let's, let's go read the exact tech. Uh, the exact text from Apple. Uh, the podcast is not included in the iTunes Store podcast directory. The podcast contains explicit content, but the explicit tag is not set to yes, explicit or true. And that's bullshit because it is. Uh, there's the explicit tag, which is set to true in the podcast feed. But I think the problem is, is the title because I've looked in the iTunes uh, store podcast directory and there are shows that use the word fuck in the titles but the word fuck is uh, censored in a sense by using a little star or replacing you know uh, like the, the, the you and the fuck with a star or something of the likes which gives you the, the hint that it's called fuck but <laughs> it's, it's not it's not written as such so I would have to uh, change the title of the podcast with some uh, clever censoring, if we're going to call it that, and uh, resubmit the podcast feed. But I can't because uh, it's already rejected and they recorded the, the feed. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I could resubmit the same link, the same RSS feed for the podcast feed. So I don't know. I'll have to retry some other time. But it goes in... Uh, it, 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 it sort of shows what what um, it goes in line with the spirit of fucking tech, in the sense that 
you know, we have to deal with this uh, puritanical bullshit. It's like, oh, we can't have fuck. Ooh, that's a dirty word or a bad word. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, how old are you? Anyways. So I'm recording this while I'm, um, I have uh, a little cold, so my voice is a little bit weird. So uh, I, I think I'm okay, but uh, I can produce uh, deep voices. Super califragilistic FM. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's uh, next new. Oh yeah, uh, as you've heard in the fucking tech show number two, there. <coughs> oh damn cold. Oh. There's a little jingle for uh, fucking tech internet service. Now that is a real service. Fucking tech offers internet service. Uh, pretty much across North America, uh, across Canada, and across the United States, other countries also. So, if you're fed up for some reason with your internet provider, contact Fucking Tech. I do have an alternative for you. I'm uh, basically a reseller. Fucking Tech is a reseller of uh, services that are in your area. So, if internet is available in your area. I do have a service for you. So <clears throat> the service is real. If you want internet service, possibly cheaper, less expensive than what you have for the same thing, for, for the same service, but less expensive. And tech support, customer service is not outsourced to outside countries. If you're in the States or in Canada, customer service and tech support is in the US or Canada. Oh my god, I'm having a hard time. <clears throat> oh, stupid cold. Fucking cold. I wonder if there's a show out there talking about different diseases and, uh, diseases and they call the show fucking cold or fucking diseases or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so the internet service is real. So if you're looking for something... Uh, that doesn't block ports and uh, that, that prevents you from hosting your own mail server or your own web server on port 80 or port 25 for SMTB mail. Well, uh, I have an alternative for you. So contact fucking tech. But do it because uh, you want to support fucking tech and you want to uh, have fucking tech do more shows and continue. And it actually, uh, it actually gives, gives me money. If, if you believe that. Yes, I do get a cut from your monthly bill. But not only me. It's um, So you get a, you get a cheaper service, uh, less crappy, uh, less crappy service and tech support. And it's local jobs. You're creating jobs. You're supporting local jobs, not jobs in a foreign country. All right. So uh, we'll talk about that in another show a little bit more about the Internet service. But it's real. That's my whole point. I just wanted you guys to know it's real. Not because I made a funny jingle uh, that it's not real. It's real service. If you want internet service, you give me, uh, shoot me an email or go to, go in the contact section, which does exist now on the fucking tech.com website. And uh, give me a shout out and uh, we'll, we'll get in contact and I'll see what I can do for you. This summer, don't miss fucking tech's internet service. <clears throat> All right. Get some water. I'd like to give a shout out to um, 
some websites that I have indexed on the main fucking tech.com uh, website. There's a website called, uh, I, I call them in this, it's in this section called Tech Critics. Um, what is called baddesigns.com. So it's a fairly, uh, it's, it's a handmade website, but the guy indexes a bunch of, a bunch of things. Uh, there's a lot of things there, uh, like uh, things that are hard to remember, things that are hard to handle, things that get in your way, uh, things that don't work well together. Um, you know, like for example, uh, for example, try to plug in this hair dryer. Uh, and it has a picture, and, and you see like the way it's made. It you can't plug it in properly. So there's a bunch of stuff, old stuff in there. I don't think it's maintained anymore. Um, copyright uh, last update May 2010. So see uh, right. <laughs> when I was starting fucking tech.com, this guy decides to stop publishing. <laughs> so that's baddesigns.com. There is also defectivebydesign.org. And it's a website about uh, digital rights management or DRM. So basically, the um, why they call it defective by design is they're, they're re referencing DRM, digital rights management. Uh, for example, like uh, video downloads or uh, stream services or other kinds of DRM that just basically uh, makes life hard for some users. So uh, go check them out. And uh, there's also on my website indexed idiottoys.com, idiottoys.com. And they don't publish anymore. They stop publishing. Uh, I mentioned them in the fucking tech show number two a little bit. But they have uh, categories like uh, batteries. They have a fascination with odd uh, branded batteries. Like some odd brands that are like nowhere brands. And they have a category for gadgets with faces, uh, pictures and images of gadgets or, or items or things that seem to have faces. And there was a promo promotional photography where they put uh, the, the, the sort of ad text or... Uh, <laughs> They make fun of uh, promotional photography and stuff like that. Category like uh, metaphors. Oh, there's only one. So that category is pretty much burned. Oh, my God. I'm dripping here. And there's an, uh, another website called oldversion.com. It's basically to that. Uh, it's, um, it's a download site where you can download old versions of certain softwares. Like, for example, if you go in the first uh, column here, there's utilities like WinRAR, WinZip, Nero, Daemon Tool, stuff like that. So if you download newer versions of different software and they kind of suck or some feature is removed or uh, totally changed or gets bloated sometimes, like there's even old, see, popular old version. These are popular downloads on the site. For example, Skype 3.8. Uh, Bear Share Lite 5.2.5, like older versions. MSN Messenger 7.5, <laughs> uh, DirectX 7.0, Internet Explorer 6.0, which is kind of weird because now we have, we've uh, <clears throat> um, we've gone beyond Internet Explorer. We we, we are now with uh, Edge Browser, Microsoft Edge Browser. Oh yeah, FM <clears throat> and um, Yahoo Messenger. Um, Winamp 2.95 It's like an old version I think the last version is 5.66 or something uh, Something like that 
uh, uTorrent 2.2.1. So old versions, that's all on oldversion.com. So it's a download site for old versions of certain softwares. So that's the uh, tech critics I called and my website. So um, I thought I thought uh, we would have more. Uh, actually, if you know of some sites that actually talk about bad technology or bad things and um, it's like just comp basically complaining about tech um, if there's, there's like sites dedicated to that uh, send them over I'll, I'll link them on the on the web page also um, oh yeah I want to give before after this I'll, I'll get into um, um, the main the main topic of the show uh, I want to explain. Uh, sorry about this. It's a little bit of housekeeping, but uh, I'm just trying to get these things out of the way before I get uh, more into the next shows of the fucking tech show and uh, just get these these things done. A little bit of house cleaning, if you will. So my perspective uh, on technology is like how, why do I look at tech the way I do? Well, I enjoy technology. So I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a power user. So if uh, I'm I'm a sort of a hacker power user, so I like to use tech like to the fullest extent of what it's capable. I like to see the limits of what it can do, um, because I want it to do good things. I don't want it to do just one thing. Uh, like I, I try to use technology to maximize what we can do with it. Um, it's, I truly enjoy technologies like uh, gadgets, uh, computers. Like I've I've been in computers like ever, ever since I was seven years old. I've been with computers, uh, tinkering, uh, whatever it is. And so at least computers, that's that. Like gadgets, like uh, all, all, everything. I like everything about technology. Obviously, sci-fi and stuff like that. But I've also been a long time in the software quality assurance. So uh, I'm also a career tester, so to speak. So um, so I like I like to break stuff. <laughs> it's not that I necessarily like to break stuff. It's just that because I'm a power user, I get to see where the product fails by going all over all the product. Like uh, take a gadget, do everything you can with it, and, and beyond sometimes. And well. <clears throat> It's um, you essentially if the product uh, is supposed to do something, but you you're testing like an obscure way of using it, or um, um, not quite used way of using. Well, you you can break it. So so it's not that it's not that I like to break stuff. It's just that because I'm a power user, if if. They don't do what they're supposed to be doing. Well, I am because I'm pushing the limits. Well, they sort of break. So, uh, so that's part of my um, uh, professional uh, deformation in the sense that uh, it's it's sort of my job to break stuff. <laughs> so, um, so I do quality assurance for uh, software, um, sometimes devices, uh, sometimes uh, like all kinds of quality assurance. And yeah, so QA perspective, quality assurance perspective, power user perspective, and a sort of a hacker's perspective also. So that's where I come from. As uh, that's how I see tech. That's how I approach it. That's how I use it. 
All right, so let's go into the um, topic of the show, which is Golden Trees Crippled Slow and Unencrypted Hotel Wireless. So this is in uh, March 2008, almost 10 years ago. So this is the first article I've written. So I'm going to read the article and, and then I'll comment. <clears throat> so here it goes. Hotels seem to have replaced Ethernet internet with wireless as it probably saves money on cabling costs, which is okay. The problems I have with this is that so far I've had slow, crippled, unencrypted, and wireless to ask for passwords for no reason, and they have all been provided by GoldenTree. Uh, login password? Before you can do anything with your wireless connection, you need to log in with a password that is the area code and your room number. This is stupid and useless. Residence Inn does not do this. It only asks you to agree to the terms of service, which does not bother with useless garbage. Unencrypted. Are you fucking kidding me? Wireless connections that have... That, uh... The wireless connections that I have seen so far in hotels do not even use WEP or WPA encryption. I have seen this at Holiday Inn, Marriott Residence Inn, and Marriott Fairfield Inn. Not only is Golden Tree doing a bad implementation, but hotels don't seem to give a shit about guests that are staying for business purposes. Some business users will have VPN access, but some corporate VPN access limits tremendously what is possible to do on that connection. The idea is that we have the idea is that we have to use the wireless connection without our personal VPN sometimes. When that happens and the connection is not encrypted, that pisses me off because anyone can sniff around and see what everybody in the hotel is doing on their wireless connection. By the way, fuckingtech.com has been created entirely over a wireless golden tree connection in a hotel. This is scary because all operations have been done over unencrypted wireless for everyone to see from the domain registration, unencrypted FTP transfers because SSL FTP never fucking works and unencrypted back and administration of the article system. Anyone listening over the wireless connection could have hijacked fuckingtech.com before, e before it was even started. This inaugural article could have been hijacked. I don't mind if anyone grabs the nude celeb pics that I download, but I start minding when I work and an encrypted connection for that type of work is not available. Unencrypted hotel wireless is risky and it should stop. Slow, quote, high-speed, quote, connections. Now on to the speed. Golden Tree is horrendously slow on Friday and Saturday evenings. Yo, dudes, we need more bandwidth over here. I'm talking to you, Marriott, Holiday Inn, and Golden Tree. When this shit goes on every goddamn weekend from November to March, you have a fucking problem with your unencrypted, crippled, and slow-ass connection. Slow, quote, high-speed, quote, connections are terrible, and it has to stop. Crippling. Golden Tree also limits the post sizes that are over 25K. 
25 kilobits. Fantastic. That is just retarded when you're trying to upload files to any HTTP content system such as fuckingtank.com. Golden Tree, you provide slow, crippling, and unencrypted wireless connections to hotel customers. You have some work to do. What burns me is that it seems that all hotels use Golden Tree over here in Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma City, which limits your options to attain some sort of satisfaction from your wireless connection provided to you. So that's my article entitled Golden Trees Cripple Slow and Unencrypted Hotel Wireless. Now, obviously, that's almost 10 years ago. So things have changed, but at that time, uh, there was a time where in the hotel rooms, you would have an Ethernet jack, like an Ethernet connection, either on the wall or in the base of a lamp. Uh, you would connect your, if you had a laptop, you would bring a laptop and connect your laptop with a network cable that connects into a lamp, which was on the desk, which was perfect. So that was fine. So all you had to do was connect your laptop into the Ethernet jack and you're done. That was that. And internet was fine. It's It worked. But I think over time they, they started to question cabling and all that stuff. So they probably implemented wireless, which could have been good, but it's, it was always shitty. Like for the whole year of 2008 that I've spent in Oklahoma City in, in hotels, and it's, it's been shit. It's been total shit. It was terrible. So, um, so Golden Tree is was a company, a contractor that the hotels used to provide wireless connections in the hotel. So that's what Golden Tree is. It was like a company that implemented the hot, uh, Wi-Fi in the hotels. So, uh, but it always sucked. Like at, even at that time, two thousand eight, we had WEP or WPA. A wireless encryption that shit existed so there was no excuse even even if whip was uh easy to crack and shit uh well it, it would have been better than nothing so the point is if someone was actually um snooping on the wireless uh, radio waves well they could have picked up the traffic obviously a little bit more tricky if your content is encrypted which at that time it was not when I uh, created the website. So I was doing uh, unencrypted FTP. Uh, I think domain registration would have been done over SSL. So I think that was fine. But um, everything, because I was in the field, I was working. And so I had, a, I had the idea to create fuckingted.com. So I just, one evening after work, I just created the website f from the hotel uh, wireless connection. So... <laughs> That's why, as it was created, it could have been hijacked. <laughs> so, so that's that. So uh, at that time, uh, wireless was pretty shitty. Now uh, it's it's changed a bit. Um, I, in, for example, in Montreal, there's a service called Il Saint Fil, which uh, they want to provide wireless across the city. So it's uh, maintained or installed in different. Um, stores or uh, commercial areas now that connection still is unencrypted um i don't know i guess it has to be if you want to connect and get some information so if you don't know 
Like, if you don't know, it, it exists. Well, obviously, if, if you don't have the password, uh, it's hard to get in. But anyways. So, Ilsan Phil is a service that, that that stuff right now in 2017, uh, December, is still unencrypted. unencrypted. So, But uh, the point is, most of connections that you're going to use now, they are encrypted with a WPA2. So, at least that has changed for the better. So, um, it's not... It's not uh, You know that that shitty time has passed. So, um, because after a while, uh, th there must have been complaints by customers for shitty wireless service in the hotels, and I'm pretty sure I did complain also. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is an old article, so it's not really an issue anymore. So that's that's good. That's um, that's good to good to have. Now, another feature uh, that is available on the fuckingtech.com website is uh, the list of articles of bullshit seen online. So in that category, uh, which on the website right now is on the right side. So there's categories, which is bullshit seen online, which is collection of articles that I've seen online and I've, I've posted on the fuckingtech.com. And then there's... Uh, other categories for articles that I, I have written up myself. So there's Not For Humans, Obsolete, uh, Podcast, uh, Risky, and Uncategories. Anyways, I'll have to go through those. But um, So I'll go through uh, the first article that I've published. Well, the, the first in the collection of bullshit seen online. All right. <laughs> so this one uh, on the fucking tech was uh, listed on uh, September 14th. But it's actually an article from Engadget in, uh, yeah, September 14th. So it's voter registration websites make some records vulnerable. Those government websites that allow you to change voter registration details might seem convenient, but they also make you vulnerable to ID theft and could be used to manipulate elections. That's what a team of Harvard, uh, Harvard researchers found when they took a closer look, closer look at the types of those types of websites that 35 states and Washington, D.C. provided to their residents during the 2016 president, uh, presidential elections. They determined that the websites give attackers an easy way to mess with ele election proceedings similar to what might have happened in Riverside County, California. If you'll recall, a number of voters in Riverside found themselves unable to cast a ballot during primary day because their details were inexplicably changed. Times follow-up report published this year said Russian hackers might have used the county as some kind of a test bed for their next attacks designed to rig election results in the U.S. With these registration websites in place, attackers can replicate what happened in Riverside, Amas. Um, side note, this is my personal uh, perspective. There's no evidence of Russian hackers in any anything elections in U the U.S. Uh, look at it. They'll be able to easily change your address, assign you to a different precinct, or change your party affiliation. How? The study's co-author, Latanya Sweeney, used Delaware as an example. She told IEEE, With Delaware, you have a choice. You can either provide the person's name, date of birth, or, and zip code, or you can provide the person's driver, license number, and date of birth. If you were playing the role of the attacker, the question is where could you get a Delaware voter's zip code? And the answer is the Delaware voter list. 
Hackers can easily buy that list for $10. And if they need your name, date, and uh, date of birth and other details, they can also scour the dark web and buy packages of data from information brokers for a few bucks. Considering how much info we give various companies and how many cyber attacks happened these past years, one voting machine supplier recently leaked 1.8 million voter records, for instance, uh, and hackers will definitely be able to gather enough info to access a lot of people's registration details. Mm. Oh, and a side note, another side note, I wonder if uh, the Equifax mega leak could also uh, impact that kind of shit, you know? So, <laughs> um, Sweeney says one of the few things preventing wide-scale attacks on voter registration uh, registration system is CAPTCHA, though the technology is also becoming easier to crack. Also, 10 of the 13, uh, 35 states at least keep a record of web access and change logs so officials can switch back to old copies of records that show tampering. To ensure that these websites won't cause problems in the future, the researchers are holding a workshop for state officials and their IT departments. Team member Jisoo Yu explained that they're not trying to get rid of voter registration websites. They simply want to push everybody to have a good and productive conversation about how to implement them in a way that is, that is really secure. Well, so that's that for that article. Um, I don't know about registration, but registration, whenever you deal with the government here, you're on the registration list. <laughs> and uh, all the voting in Canada is done on paper. So there's no fuckery with fucking online uh, voting. Uh, we don't have fuckery going on with uh, voting machines which is fucking preposterous to begin with I, I can't I can't even fucking believe that people are voting on machines it, it is incredibly simple and easy to traffic results on machines I mean give me a fucking break uh, to me that's absolutely absurd and how people how the US is actually using machines to vote is fucking beyond me because if if you're any anywhere comfortable with technology and how actually computers work um the answer is no you can't <laughs> you can't fucking do that well uh one way to actually have secure voting could be could be like using a blockchain or something like that so anyways there there's there's some ways to do it or just have people vote not necessarily for people or uh, a, a party platform but it could be just like voting monthly on certain uh like sing singular issues hey uh, hey people what do we want to do about this oh okay then we, we can vote and then you can have some way of secure way of doing it it's like a like a monthly referendum on specific issues instead of candidates or uh, uh, party platforms and and all the like so anyways so um, <clears throat> in other shows, I'll, I'll cover more of these uh, bullshit seen online articles. So uh, there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit like sh shit that goes on in technology just, that just makes stuff worse. So um, I think in a sense that we're, in, we're we're sort of living a dawn of higher technology. So uh, like this kind of stuff, like uh, programming and coding and, and developing. You know, just even in 20 years um, of the existence of uh, popular, uh, popular internet connections, a lot of shit has changed in, ju in, in just 20 years. 
and how we do things online, how uh, things are Im implemented, how uh, you know certain programs have been used and now they're obsolete and they've been replaced by different mechanisms, uh, different ways of doing things. So, so in a sense, we're we're still all this stuff that we're living right now. It's all, it's all, it's still baby steps. It's, it's, it's still, we're, we're still like, uh, you know, like a baby growing up. We're, we're still wobbly on our legs, and ultimately, we'll hopefully uh, <laughs> have better technology, uh, like have standards or ways of doing things that um, that sort of not regulate, but but we, we want to adhere to, uh, like hold hold ourselves responsible to. Uh, when producing uh, either hardware, software, or, or just ways of doing things that uh, sort of like a normalized way of implementing and, and deploying stuff, and so so we're just we're just babies to, still with all this technology that that we've been uh, using. So um, so, anyways, there's a lot of growing pains, I guess, with the uh, fucking technology. So I guess that's what we're living now. So that's it for show number three. And uh, see you soon in show number four. I'm going to present other articles that I've written. So um, we're going to go over those. I don't have a lot of maybe seven articles. So um, in the next shows, I'll go over the old articles that I have written for fucking tech. And um, we'll examine if it's still valid, you know, what, what happened since, like, what we've just covered with the uh, unencrypted wireless. So that's uh, gonna, the next shows are gonna look sort of like this. So that's, uh, I'm getting into my pace slowly. So uh, that's it for uh, fucking tech show number three. And uh, see you soon in uh, fucking tech show number four. If you like the fucking tech show, please share it. Fucking tech is an underground tech show not listed in many places. And it's even blacklisted in content filters for pornography. Imagine that fucking content filters find us on fuckingtech.com twitter.com slash fuckingtech facebook.com slash fkntech and also on baladoquebec.ca now when I'll get around to actually making one all the links will be in the contact section of the fuckingtech.com website okay we'd like to we'd like to disconnect we'd like to disconnect please Help me understand why you don't want faster internet. Help me understand why you can't just disconnect us. Does your internet provider make you want to punch a Nazi? Then switch to the fucking tech internet service now. Oh, our service is so fantastic. It we, we, we got flying unicorns that shit rainbows. <laughs> so magical. And when you log on, we have that 3D interface from the hackers movie. You're gonna love it so much. To support fuckingtech.com, switch your internet service to our service right now. Oh, I know you like flying unicorns. Fuckingtech.com internet service. Fuckingtech.com.